Hello. We are here today to talk about connectivity and the IoT, two crucial topics in cybersecurity. I'm happy to say that we have Brian Talbert with us. Brian is the head of networking and connectivity for Alaska Airlines. He's one of more than 30 contributors to the upcoming book from Fortinet CISO Phil Quaid. The title of the book is The Digital Big Bang, The Hard Stuff, The Soft Stuff, and the Future of Cybersecurity. The Digital Big Bang book puts forth a big history style explanation of cybersecurity, the kind of narrative you may have encountered in Guns, Germs, and Steel or Sapiens, two popular big history books. In the book, Phil Quaid proposes a framework for creating a truly scientific approach to cybersecurity. Phil Quaid's ambition is to find a way to systematically address many of the problems that have arisen because cybersecurity was not properly incorporated in the design of the internet. Now, Brian is an expert in networking and connectivity, and today we're going to talk about what he can teach cybersecurity professionals about those topics so everybody can do a better job. Uh, my name is Dan Woods, technology analyst and founder of earlyadopter.com, a research publication that focuses on implementing high-value use cases with multi-product platforms. My team and I played the role of editor in Phil Quaid's book, which came out in preview at Fortinet's Accelerate Conference in April 2019 and should be published by John Wiley in August. So, Brian, I'm super happy to have you here with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Now, in your contribution to the book, you describe the connectivity needed by the coming wave of IoT as unimaginable. And what is the math that blows your mind about this? So I think proportionately, when we think about IoT, the numbers of devices that are connecting to the network are unlike anything that we've seen previously. It's also somewhat unpredictable. So the math isn't always exact with regard to the needs, the needs of our internal customers. Uh, in a traditional network, you've got numbers of people who sit in cubicles and you can do some math to determine how many people are going to connect and how many switch ports you need. With IoT, all of that suddenly changes. You've got other modes of connectivity, be it wired or wireless, and you also have devices that aren't anticipated, light bulbs, security cameras, and all of these other things that the business wants to connect to the Internet. I see. So it's just essentially an environment you're not really in control of. It is absolutely an environment that we are not in control of. Now, you said in your, the contribution that today we have like 8.4 billion devices with a projection of 20.4 billion devices by next year. And how is that showing up for you in your landscape at Alaska Airlines? So I think that, uh, very broadly speaking, there's an expectation for all things to be connected to the network. That also translates into this really vast landscape of um, potential vectors for attack. We saw a couple of years ago one of the largest attacks the Internet has ever seen through Mirai, and that was orchestrated by controlling IoT types of devices, predominantly security cameras, light bulbs, the two that I mentioned early earlier. Um, and so in Alaska Airlines, we've got to be able to get in front of that. We've got to understand what our end users want to put on the network. We've got to be able to detect it. Visibility is paramount. We've got to be able to see what the network sees at all times in all places. Now, we've been told to be afraid of these big changes before. I mean, I, I'm sure you recall the move to IPv6 and how a lot of people were nervous about that. But that happened and we were able to deal mm -hmm. with it. 
Why is this really a, a, an intense challenge that we need to really plan for? Yeah, so I think it is an intense challenge. We should be fearful, but I want to also embrace IoT. And the point there is that these are things that are enabling the business, right? And so there are lots of uh, examples that aren't necessarily as mundane as a light bulb that can change color, but other items, security cameras for sure, but also the ability to detect a presence of a customer in an airport lounge, for example, the way we do that are devices, IoT devices that connect to the network. So we've got to be able to enable the business for sure. Now, why we should be concerned is that the creators of these devices fundamentally did not begin as traditional IT security-minded companies. So they're not necessarily thinking through all of the possible vulnerabilities that a device may have before bringing it onto the network. Well, you know, that's one of the most interesting points in your contribution, and that is you, you, you say that most of the people who are creating IoT systems are experts in whatever their domain is but they are not experts in cybersecurity and often they don't give adequate attention to making sure their devices either have or can participate in cybersecurity realms. Now on the other hand, you know, at, at Alaska, you've talked about how you use everything you can and especially you know, innovation of all types, including IoT, to enhance the customer experience. So it sort of seems like what you're arguing is that you have to accept this risk. It's not like you really have a choice to reject it. Right. I think that acknowledging and accepting the risk is where you begin to protect against the risk, right? These things have to go hand in hand. If you don't appreciate the potential danger, you're not going to put in the appropriate protection mechanisms. So appreciating the potential danger allows us to enable things like uh, Fortinet products, like Fortinac, in order to control access to the network. So we've got that extreme level of visibility so that we can begin reducing that risk. Now, during one of the uh, keynotes, John Madison talked about how he, he felt that there was a new uh, attack surface that he would define it called the digital attack surface, which was much wider and uncontrolled than the typical attack surface. You've mentioned visibility quite a bit. Is there any hope of us getting you know, real visibility that's meaningful on that new digital attack surface? I think there is, but again, we have to rethink how we traditionally approach the problem. So one of the outcomes of increased visibility is a much larger data set that has to be parsed. And the traditional mechanisms that we might use in an SOC, for example, don't necessarily scale to the volumes of traffic that's generated through this increased level of visibility. So things like AI become ever more important. We've got to come up with new mechanisms, new ways to be able to identify threat vectors very rapidly. We can't rely upon humans noticing it. Got it. And so you, you say that one way we're going to keep up with this is AI. Are there any other checklist items that you would offer to people who are going to do what you do, and that is say yes to this because they want to keep supporting innovation in the business. Yeah, so I think fundamentally, and if I'll take a point to go back to Phil Quaid's book and the notion of the scientific approach to these problems, it's that thoughtful methodology, thinking critically about the problems that are in front of us and putting in place a methodology that allows us to assess the potential risks, what are those vulnerabilities, and put into place all sorts of plans, whether they be people-based or AI-based or process-based. Um, in order to address those emerging threats. And the last question I wanted you to ask, or to ask you is, you mentioned that innovating about the customer experience using technology, including the IoT, was sort of 
the, the in deeply ingrained in the DNA of Alaska Airlines. That's right. Could you give me an example of you know IoT, if possible, about how technology has enabled you to innovate with that user experience? Sure. So there are lots of things that we do uh, to innovate and improve the passenger experience. Um, I've talked about several here while I'm at Accelerate, and that includes uh, being very uh, in the forefront, the very first airline to put in kiosks into the airport. Well, we're now leading the edge in taking them away. We want to transform the customer experience, the traditional experience where you walk up to a gate and you're confronted by a podium with a customer service agent on the other side of the podium putting a barrier between you and the customer, we want to remove that. We want the experience to be more enabled to have direct interaction between the agent and the guest. And some of the things that we do in order to achieve that is 100% mobile deployment. Every single one of our frontline employees is equipped with mobile technology. Um, And we continue to expand upon that. Uh, When you arrive at the airport, we want to be able to accept your bags without any human interaction. We want to be able to automatically tag those bags and track them from the point you drop them off all the way to the point of the delivery. And we're going to do that through a highly connected uh, environment. And so uh, we look to that transformation of the the passenger experience as the key to our future success. And every single bit of it will be incredibly secure. Absolutely. No doubt about it. With the help of Fortinet. Well, good. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you.